Hi, friends. I'm Mandy. And I'm Missy. And we're the Wayward Homesteaders. In this podcast, we will talk about homesteading and homeschooling. We will cover topics like food preservation, gardening, unschooling, and all the things we enjoy doing with our families. Grow with us as we talk about creating a homestead full of poop, plants, permaculture, and everything in between. Hey everybody, this is Mandy from Chapel Forge. And this is Missy from Homesteading Roots. Today we're going to be talking about powders. So this has always been kind of a hot topic for me because I have been powdering stuff in our freeze dryer, well, since we got our freeze dryer, which has almost been a year ago. I think we got it in March. Um, Missy is offering powders with her business. A lot of people were asking me about it and it's just not something I'm set up for. Um, But there's a lot of interest around powders and people are trying to figure out you know, it's kind of like a whole nother world of food preservation because it's a smaller way to store food. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can pile on a ton of spinach onto freeze dry trays. And by the time you powder it down, you might only get like a pint, which sounds like, well, crap, like I kind of lost all that, but you get a lot more nutrition packed into a smaller amount and it takes up less space. So if you're someone who's trying to build a working pantry and a secondary pantry and long-term storage and blah, 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 then this is a great option because you can powder and put in mylar bags. You can powder and put in jars if you're going to use the next year or so. You just have a lot of options as far as how to store this stuff and not take up a ton of room. Um, so as far as how to make these, you know, the first question I always get is, well, how do you make powders? So basically what I do is if stuff is in season, so let's say apples, like apples are pretty much still in season. So in Pennsylvania, it's, um, you know, it's cold, but apples are still, you can still easily find bushels of apples right now. Um, so what we would do is we basically make applesauce and then we put it on freeze dry trays and then we powder it. And that's really how you make powders. Um, and same, if you bought like spinach, you would just put a bunch of spinach on your tray and then freeze dry it and powder it. And it's really a super simple process, but you really need the freeze dryer to do it. Um, I always get asked, what's the difference between making my powders in the dehydrator and making my powders in the freeze dryer? And basically it's a texture thing. So if you dehydrate a bunch of spinach, for instance, if you're familiar with what that looks like, it's just like super crunchy, might get kind of brownish. It's not uber appealing. Um, and then when you go to powder that down, whether you do it in a mortar and pestle or um, you do it in your Vitamix or whatever, um, it really is more like flakes, right? Isn't that how you would say? Yeah. It's like, it's almost like an herb at that it's point. It's kind of like parsley, how dry yes. parsley is. That's what it looks like. Parsley or basil or something, yeah. rosemary, whatever. Um, So when you do it in the freeze dryer, you definitely get more of a powder. So I don't, obviously, I have a freeze dryer, so I'm not going to waste time doing it in the dehydrator. But if you had a dehydrator and it's the only option you had, it would totally work. You just might, if you tried to put your, quote, powdered apples in your oatmeal from your dehydrator, you might kind of notice it more or see more like flex kind of, um, or same with like a smoothie. Like if you were doing kale and you did kale powder, you might see more kind of like little flex, which is not a bad thing. Um, it's just, it's not really a powder. It's more like it's flaky. Well, yeah. And two with, um, dehydrating versus freeze drying, you're freeze drying, you're keeping more nutrients available. Um, they say with dehydrating, having the food be at upper temperatures for a longer period takes away some of the nutrients where 
Now with freeze drying, you do, the stuff does get warmed because you know that's part of the freeze drying process, but it's not kept at a certain temperature for hours on end. Like when you put, you know, fruit leather or whatever in, you're running probably 18 to 24 right. hours of a temperature of 90 or above. I think we said ours like 115 for fruit leather. No, I was thinking 110-ish. Yeah. yeah. So that's where you lose some of your nutrient. Now on the other side of that, I feel like preserving any food is better than preserving nothing. True, so if, 100%. If, if you have a dehydrator and you're looking into making powders, by all means use it. It's, I think it's like a 95% to a 99%. Right. So it's what, 4% that right. you're, you're missing out on? I really don't think it's that big of a deal. It's better than having nothing. Right, for sure. If you have a, you know, even if you have grandma's old school little round dehydrator that she made some venison jerky on, like that works, it works. And you know, this time of year, um, like I said, we still have some things in season. Like you might still be able to find pears maybe. Um, it's a little late for pears probably. But apples you can find. Um, some people were still harvesting uh, some tomatoes last week, which is crazy. Well, and potatoes. And potatoes. I mean, potatoes are big. You could totally do flaked potatoes. Um, and full disclosure, I buy the 50-pound bag of potato flakes from the restaurant store because it's way cheaper and friggin' potatoes are a lot of work. So that's one of those things I just buy in a 50-pound bag and it goes in my shit-hit-the-fan barrel and we move along with the day. Because, um, I mean, really, they're going to keep for a long, long time. Well, and you can even dehydrate in your stove. So if you don't, don't even have sure. a dehydrator, put it on your lowest setting, and I think you pop the door a little bit or something. Right, yeah. And then just watch it, and when it gets to the texture you like, then pull it. Well, and if we're even talking about something like herbs, if you wanted to have powdered, I don't know, pick something, powdered basil on hand, like we talked about this in one of our early podcasts, we talked about drying, you could hang it and then powder it. I mean, it's really all the same. There are so many ways to do this. You don't have to have a $3,000 freeze dryer to do this. It's just once you do have the freeze dryer, you the convenience is kind of more there because, uh, you know, you're going to wind up getting, like I said, this nice tidy little jar like spinach you're going to get this brightly colored green powder whereas when you dehydrate it like missy said you're almost going to have this like seasoning vibe yeah <laughs> it's just and, not quite as appealing and if it if you're concerned about moisture still being in it after dehydrating powder it and you'll be able to tell if it sticks to the side or clumps right. you're gonna know there's still Warm. moisture spread your powder back out onto the tray put it back in your dehydrator put it back in your oven or even if after you do that you're like i still feel like maybe there's some moisture if you put it in a ball jar and throw in one of the um moisture, moisture packets mm -hmm. it's gonna pull the moisture out and it's gonna be fine and honestly if you're not storing for 25 plus years or whatever if you just put it in a mason jar put one of those packets in and use it here and there it's going to be fine well and honestly of all the things i dehydrated like if you know me you know that i am super freaking willy-nilly i'm not willy-nilly about like safety things but you know do i condition every single jar of food that i pull out of the dehydrator i sure don't do i tell people that they sure that I, they should i sure do um, but this year, the only thing I have had mold that I dehydrated was a quart jar of flowers that I did for soap. Um, and maybe, you know, there's a lot going on in flowers. You got all these petals, you got all these little nooks and crannies. They just might not have been fully dried slash I didn't condition them. So of all the food I've done, I've never had anything mold. Um, I have apples in my pantry from last year, um, and they're fine. So... Um, the next thing that we're always asked about is what do you use them for? Missy had posted yesterday, 
um, or a couple days ago that she was doing applesauce and she was using our grandma's old, um, strainer and it was really cool. Um, and a couple people were like, well, what are you going to use apple powder for? So this is going to talk a little bit about what you can use different. There's, you know, obviously all kinds of powders, but what are some uses? So with fruit powders, it's kind of easier to hide fruit powders in things. Um, you could sprinkle it in your yogurt, add it to a baked good. Like we, baked we had, uh, <laughs> waffles apple cinnamon waffles this morning mm. and you can make a syrup to go over your waffles with the um apple powder all kinds of things like just you could even dissolve a teaspoon in water and drink it as apple juice right and there's just so many uses you can do it and like i said fruits are a little easier to add to things um now what we do with recipes as far as getting vegetables in Obviously, it's going to be more of like your savory dishes. Um, when we cook dinner or like I make meatloaf or something, I'll sprinkle in spinach. The kids don't even know. Or another good one that we've been promoting lately is liver powder. Um, you know, you obviously don't want to put a cup of liver powder in <laughs> your, your uh, meatloaf recipe because you're going to notice it. But Eating if you, pennies. Right. Oh, God. But if you put like a tablespoon or two in, stir it in, get your regular seasonings, that no one's going to know. No. And they're getting all those benefits without even knowing it. So I have a child that is very um, sensitive to textures and that kind of stuff. So, kind of one and a half kids. Yeah, one Jared's, and a half. Jared's he's, getting better. He's getting better. But Sawyer, I don't know how that kid survives. He doesn't eat anything. Um, so adding to smoothies, like he loves smoothies and the texture of smoothies, which is so strange because he doesn't like textures. Sometimes right. they have chunks. Sometimes they don't, but, um, yeah, throwing your fruit powders in there, even some of your vegetable, pow vegetable powders you can throw in there. You can throw spinach in, Heck yeah. with, um, like a fruit smoothie, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, like fruits you can add to like your baked goods, vegetables, like I said, into savory dishes. Um, the meat or organs, I should say, we're kind of still learning on. But the liver, like I said, you're going to want to add it to something that has other seasonings. not That's not just bland. Tacos and, is like a sure Or burgers. Yeah. Like, you don't notice. There's so much other well, business right. like happening. Meatballs, any oh, of that yeah. Kind of stuff. They're, they're not going to know. And you're going to still get all those benefits. So, they're very versatile. I mean, you can really add them to anything. Anything. We put them in oatmeal. We love oatmeal at our house. So, we always throw it. You know, throw fruit powders in there, apple, blueberry, you name it, whatever, yeah. cranberry. Zad is the master of disguise when it comes to vegetables, hiding vegetables into our meals. Um, so he will often take, like, he'll put uh, spinach powder in our eggs. Now, obviously, we're having green eggs. So everybody at our house is used to green eggs. That's not weird. So you might, you might have a little bit of an adjustment. But frankly, you don't taste it. Like, you had spinach eggs at our house, and Missy's like... I don't want to say you're picky, but you're on the cusp. I, I would say I'm picky. I would say I'm picky. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. <laughs> like, it's picky when you have um, scrambled eggs and you would rather have American cheese in them than cheddar, like shredded cheddar because it's oh just different. Oh my gosh. And I, I wonder where my kids get these. Right, right. There's oh, no question. Yeah, I will never know. I don't know. No what question the about is. it. So Zad will, so he'll hide, definitely hides vegetables into eggs. Um, and not this time of year, our chickens have really slowed down. But, you know, in the summer, we have eggs coming out of every orifice of the house. So, you know, we're always hiding stuff in eggs. Um, he also will take, like, squash powder or um, tomato powder, whatever, and add it into our pasta sauces, uh, whether that's a red sauce or a white sauce or whatever. So we always make homemade yogurt. Um, Zad will often make pasta. So we'll do, like, chickpea pasta or, like, black bean pasta. And um, 
So he'll make that and then do meat, whatever meat we're doing, venison or bison or whatever, beef or whatever. And then he'll make a sauce with the yogurt and he'll season it with like, you know, salt and pepper and the normal things. And then he'll add like some squash powder in or some spinach powder or whatever. And again, like, is your sauce going to turn orange from squash? Yes. Is it going to turn green from spinach? Yes. So you're maybe not going to disguise that necessarily to your kids. And this is very family-based. Like some families like, you know, green eggs, that just might not even be a thing. So you try to hide those, like Missy said, put them in your smoothie. If you just put a little bit of spinach powder into a strawberry blueberry smoothie, no one's going to know. Right. You know, we've so. We've even done, like, we make homemade noodles all the time. We've even sprinkled spinach powder in our noodles, and the kids think it's cool. Like, right. It's, like, it's little dots of green, and they have no clue that it's spinach. Well, and some of the powders, like, Missy and I were just looking at dragon fruit powder. Yeah. It's, like, bright purple. It yeah. is the coolest thing. And so, yeah, some, that's something I just am very satisfied with. When I open up my pantry, I just have this, like, rainbow of colors, and it's just, it's, it's unbelievably satisfying um so like i said too with the liver you can add that into i personally would not go heavy on the liver like we add a lot of extra powders to our foods but the liver like if we're doing burgers one pound of burger gets like maybe a tablespoon or two of liver like we're not going to go overboard on the liver or heart or whatever other brains, whatever other little random things we're adding in, right? The tongue, the oxtail. Um, Missy just got a quarter of beef, so we were, like, cracking up at all the the things that come in. She's a like, cow tongue is huge. Gigantic. I can't I, even. Carrying that thing around all the time, I oh, couldn't eat. You had Abbott's mouth hanging, right. too. Oh, my gosh, I can't. So... Um, okay. So we talked about liver. We talked about fruits and vegetables. So Missy's going to talk about capsules. So if you fall into that category in your family where you're like, there is no way I'm going to hide this. There's no way my kids are going to go for it. Um, or maybe you're that way. Maybe you just, you're like, I just cannot get past this. Um, capsules could be a good option. If you can throw two capsules in and suck it down, you know, you can get all those nutrients in. So Missy's going to talk about capsules, a little bit about how they're made, um, kind of, uh, why they started making capsules and then, um, you know, just how you can incorporate, how do you figure out what you need and how much is in a capsule, that kind of stuff. Uh, so we make capsules. There's like four different size of, sizes of capsules. It's like zero, 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 zero. <laughs> so ours are size zero and we've gotten it down to pretty much a science where we know how much powder each capsule holds and then how much fresh fruit is or vegetable is equivalent to the powder that's in there so with our capsules um it's about half a teaspoon of powder in each capsule which then is equivalent to if you take two capsules which would be a full tea full teaspoon that's equivalent to one cup of fresh fruit or fresh fresh vegetable we did we started making blends when we first started making our capsules where we did like three different veggie blends and there's probably 10 to 15 different veggies in each blend um so then like we say to take at least three a day two is fine but three you're going to get that extra two you'll get the cup's worth of fruit or veggie two you're going to get a little extra more so it's easier to take Well, like you said before one is better than zero <laughs> right it's, and it's easier to take three pills a day as dumb as it sounds than it is two you know right. you're like you're kind of in that mindset whatever um so we do have those available. We have three different veggie ones. We have three different fruit ones. And they all do, we kind of geared them all to do, like one's a maintenance blend. And that just kind of helps keep your immune system, you know, up to whatever, um, up to par during, yeah. you know, normal times. Then we have a defense blend for both fruit and veggie. And that's like for this time of year when you're trying to ward off 
any kind of germs and viruses so the ingredients in that help naturally to do that kind of stuff for your body so you can go on our website and it'll explain each each product it'll tell you um what each one does and the purpose of it but anyway so well, and if you know you have specific needs like we yes. were talking to a friend and she like specifically said i have an iron deficiency well obviously liver right you know so then we were having the conversation about like what to have with the liver pills and like you know because somebody says liver pills and you're like what right like, I don't want to take liver vomit. pills. I'm not going to be burping liver. But, like, ugh. but you know, to sit and just take three liver pills instead of suck. Now, I know some people are all about the liver and onions. Like, they just think it's some delicacy of the earth. Ugh. I am not. I pretty much will eat a lot of anything. And I, liver is not something that I am into. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, our, the capsules that we use are um, 100% vegetarian. They're, it's approved vegan, um, GMO-free, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, we have those available. What are they made of? Did you say? Um, I'd have to look again. I don't know off the top of my oh, head. Oh, okay. Um, I know there's, like, two kinds, right? There's, like, veggie capsules and there's some other, some kind of... Something gelatin. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Ours are the, like, 100%... Uh, veggie it says vegan friendly all kind you know right. whatever no gmos no this no that. right so you know if you're in that boat too if you are um maybe practicing like mediterranean diet or something like that and you're really just trying to sometimes you look at these things and you're like how in the world am i gonna eat eight cups of vegetables right. a day like that that's that's hard yeah you know that's an enormous salad or i don't know a lot of a lot of broccoli or whatever um, you know, you can get packed in and the blends that Missy does, you know, so she offers them as individual powders. So like if you had a family, for instance, and powders were new to you, I would probably say, okay, get like banana powder, apple powder, and strawberry powder. They're the easiest to incorporate. You can stir them into yogurt, stir them into oatmeal. Um, you can reconstitute. There's a great book that I can link in the show notes about reconstituting. And like Missy said, you can turn that into juice. So you know, ever since that's heart attack, as everybody knows, I am always scrutinizing nutrition labels. And so, you know, sometimes it's hard to find that kind of stuff or it's super freaking expensive. So you can rehydrate that stuff and you could make yourself a cup of apple juice or, you know, you could um, reconstitute the strawberry powder and add it into some homemade lemonade that you canned or, you know, any of that kind of stuff you can incorporate in. And um, if, you're, if you're concerned about like the dosage amount, you can buy the capsules like I just gave you, you know, the, do the equivalents of it. And you can open the capsules and put them in your smoothie or yogurt or whatever in the morning and know, okay, if I eat all this yogurt, I've now just gotten a whole cup's worth of fruit you know right. so if you're like well if i buy the powder and i don't know should i put a teaspoon in well what if i put a tablespoon in am i gonna od no it's all natural it's fruit you know right. like it might give you the runs on something <laughs> right. but <laughs> what do you say the shelf life of a capsule is like a year so the, yeah being in a capsule when we send our capsules out we add the um it's not the silicon it's the oxygen oh yeah floorboard. and then we also do we'll put in the moisture one just in case like you want to you're not sure about it but you want to get them sit them up in your cabinet about a year they'll last more than that but i'm just not sure since we don't make the capsule itself right. and i don't know the process of that i it's definitely going to last more than a year but the powder with it being you know in the bag that we give and the two the oxygen absorber and the um, moisture absorber is going to keep all of like the powder and everything fresh it's just i can't speak because we didn't make right. the capsule 
Well, and if you're making your own powders, you know, if you are freeze drying it and then putting it in a Mylar bag, doing the oxygen order, that whole process, you know, it will have the 25 year shelf life up to 25 years. If you are a, just dehydrating them or you're freeze drying and you want to put it in a jar, um, I usually try to use that kind of stuff up in a year or two. Um, you know, obviously as with anything else, the longer it sits, the less the nutrients, you know, the nutrients go down or whatever. Um, so I do try to use that stuff up within a year. I mean, if you like, if you buy the powder from Missy, for instance, you open your bag, you know, you want to be actively using the bag, like if the bag's sitting open. Common sense. I mean, like when we lived in Florida, I didn't have as many opened jars that I constantly worked out of because we were more humid. You know, so every time you open the jar, jar that right. introduces moisture. So, like now being here in PA, I'll probably keep more powders in mason jars versus putting them in my mylar bags to seal them. Like all of my powders right now are sealed in mylar bags because I had to keep the moisture out of them in Florida. Like, didn't matter if it was seventy-two degrees in our house, there was still high high humidity. So yeah, we don't have to deal with that here. So I mean, that'll be nicer that I can have those accessible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I hope that was helpful about capsules, about powders. Um, you know, I know everybody's always like, you know, how much is a freeze dryer? Where do I get a freeze dryer and all that? So I'll put my link in the description. If you have specific questions about a freeze dryer, let me know. They are $500 off in November. I know that's still not like a cheap price tag, but if you're in the market, um, you know, $500 is $500. So they're just an amazing tool in general, whether you want to powder or you want to put away meals or just preserve extra from your garden or buy from local farmers and preserve or whatever. Um, so if you guys have questions about powders or capsules, probably Missy is your girl, but I can probably answer your questions too. If you want to check them out, you can go to homesteadingroots.com, look at the powders and the capsules. Um, if you don't see something on the website that you're interested in, holler, we can probably source it and, and get it for you. Um, so as always, we hope this is super helpful and we'll see you guys next week. Bye friends.